This is the evening edition of the Daily Podcast Practice Show for Friday, January 21st of 2022. I'm your host, Rich Grimshaw, putting the P in podcasting through relentless daily practice because it's hard and I love a challenge. It's good to be here practicing my podcasting skills, and thank you for being here with me on my journey to complete 365 consecutive daily podcast episodes, a journey I began 335 days ago on February 20th of 2021, which means I'm on the home stretch, y'all. Just one more month to achieve podcasting glory one day at a time. You can find more of these environmentally friendly, ethically sourced, and 100% sustainable podcast episodes over at my website, dailypodcastpractice.com. During the past 24 hours, the United States Geological Survey reported 15 earthquakes in the lower 48 states and Alaska. The largest was a magnitude 5.1 that was 49 kilometers northwest of Ninilchik. <laughs> That's it. Ninilchik. Ninilchik. Alaska. That's 30 miles for those of you who prefer the U.S. customary units. We had two outliers today. One was a magnitude 2.7, 10 kilometers. Um, excuse me, it's not kilometers, it's kilometers. I, I got corrected on that uh, yesterday. It's not kilometers, it's kilometers. I'm going to try real hard to get that. Anyhow, this magnitude 2.7 was 10 kilometers or six miles east southeast of Jefferson, Oklahoma. And then the other one was a magnitude 2.9, which was 16 kilometers or 10 miles north northeast of Eaton, Georgia, right here in the great state of Georgia, right up there on the Georgia and Tennessee line. The strongest earthquake recorded around the globe was a magnitude 6.3, 24 kilometers south southeast of Saki, Japan. On this day in 1921, British crime writer Agatha Christie, that would be Dame Agatha Christie, published her first novel called The Mysterious Affair at Styles, and introduced the character Hercule Poirot. In reading this and doing it, I, I realized, at least I think I realized, I don't recall that I've ever read a single Agatha Christie novel. I think I've seen some of her stuff dramatized on PBS or something like that, but I just don't recall reading anything. And I should do that. I I think I should read some of her novels before my life is ended because she's important, I think. So I'm going to check with my local library, the Forsyth County Library, and see uh, see what I can get. Also on this day in 1977, the United States President Jimmy Carter from Plains, Georgia, on his second day in office, actually it was his first full day in office, issued Presidential Proclamation Number 4483, which pardoned almost all of the Vietnam War draft evaders. Not deserters, mind you, just evaders. And it was a big deal. Made a whole bunch of people angry. Barry Goldwater, who was a senator, I, I don't know if he was a senator at the time, but at one time he served in the Senate, and he really supported the Vietnam War. He referred to the proclamation as, quote, the most disgraceful thing that a president has ever done, unquote. Well, we've all got our opinions, but, you know, Barry, you disagreed with it, but I'm afraid you were a you are way off base on that. We've had some presidents who've done far more disgraceful things, but I get it. 
Born on this day in 1941 in Bedford-Stuyvesant, Brooklyn, New York, American singer, songwriter, and guitarist who just happened to open the Woodstock Festival, Richard Pierce Havens, better known by his stage name as Richie Havens. Richie was the opening act of Woodstock, the opening act of, of the Woodstock Festival on August 15, 1969. At the end of his set, he had to keep going because other artists were having trouble getting there to the venue, right? So he improvised a song based on the old spiritual, A Motherless Child. And that song that he improvised became his song called Freedom. Somewhere in his life, he had an interview with somebody and he said, quote, I had already played every song I knew and I was stalling, asking for more guitar and mic trying to think of something else to play. And then it just came to me. The establishment was foolish enough to give us all this freedom, and we used it in every way we could, unquote. And I just love watching that performance at Woodstock. I go to YouTube and you can see it. I've, I've watched it over and over, and I will continue. Seems to me like every, every uh, subsequent video after that, every time I go to watch it, the next video is Santana with, uh, don't tell me, I'm, I'll figure it out what it is, Santana with uh, Soul Sacrifice and a high energy number. I remember Woodstock. I wasn't there, but I remember it happening because it opened just five days before my 16th birthday. And, you know, that's kind of a, a time when you remember things. I lived in Fort Smith, Arkansas, but I was visiting relatives on Staten Island, which wasn't that far away from Ground Zero of Woodstock, right? And I just remember the whole vibe, the reports of the traffic jams and the aerial videos of what was going on and, and so forth. And it's a real fond memory for me. And I think of it as uh, a singular and unique event in our country. Now, lots of promoters afterwards tried to imitate it, but, but no, they couldn't. There's only one Woodstock. There's only one event like that in the universe. If you're a youngster and you, <laughs> you haven't seen the movie Woodstock, you need to go stream that and watch it and try to get into the vibe. It's, uh, it's, it's really special. Richie Havens died of a heart attack on April 22nd, 2013. He was age 72 in Jersey City, New Jersey. He was cremated and, and his ashes were scattered from the air over the original site of the Woodstock Festival on August 18th of 2013, the 44th anniversary of the festival's last day. That is so classy. Happy birthday, Richie. I am looking forward to meeting up with you on the other side. Also born on this day in 1922 in Garden City, New Jersey, American actor and singer Telly Savalas. And I, I saw that and I just had to include it because he's famous for the TV actor Kojak and was in a lot of movies. I, I just really, really remember him from Kojak. I don't watch a lot of television these days, but I used to, and that was one of the television shows that I enjoyed watching, just because of Telly. He was a real, he was a tough guy, you know, but he had a, he had a tender side, and he, he liked uh, um, sucking on those uh, lollipops, I think. Uh, he was uh, famous, what was his famous phrase? Uh, uh, who, who, who loves you, baby? Who loves you, baby? Yeah, that, that's what he would say. He died in 1994. Just one day after his 72nd birthday, he had uh, cancer of the bladder and the prostate. So happy birthday, Telly. 
and I'm looking forward to uh, having a Tootsie Pop with you on the other side. And that's all for today. But I want to leave you with this thought from Telly Savalas. We're all born bald, baby. (laughs) You got that right. All right, let's wrap this up in my lunch bag from Lenny's Subs and Sandwiches today, and we'll stick a fork in it because it's done. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. 